0: You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Mason Dixon, joined once again by Corey, the Bayou Vendors. And this is Habs Night, your hub for Habs content. back today hopefully with no audio issues as there's no storm outside there shouldn't be anything interfering with my wi-fi but you know the wi-fi gods sometimes have a different tale although I'm, i'm hoping we're gonna be okay today but before we get into all that before we attempt to record this episode Corey, how have you been buddy
1: i've been a bit busy uh the last episode, excuse you, the last episode came out a little late. I want to apologize for that. Uh, You know, as I said on the episode, a bit of an e-bug situation. Mason shit lagged out so bad. Uh, We both rage quit. And then I scrambled to find uh, someone to come on the episode to help us out. Uh, but I wanted to shout out uh, Ryan Chambers and his brothers of uh, the Starcastic Remarks podcast. That's the Dallas Stars podcast. Uh, I'm sure I said that like four times the last episode. But I wanted to thank them once again uh, for Ryan coming on and representing him and his two brothers, two other brothers' uh, podcasts about the Stars and, and just a little back and forth. Uh, we really appreciated it. Um, and then also today, you know, as we're recording this Sunday night, uh, earlier today I was featured on Richard Blossier's uh, – uh, the grit and Barrett podcast, which is another THPN, uh, affiliate. He does, uh, I think it's more of the breakdowns of the AHL, which is something cool. He asked a couple of things about Laval, but, uh, I was featured in the game over series, which is, you know, uh, we were in dead fucking last. So, uh, of course we were going to be in game over. We were in game over last year. One of the last guys to do it, obviously. Um, And one of the first to do it this year. Uh, Hopefully I didn't make too much of a fool of myself and uh, did Mason a little proud in that. But uh, here we are later that day, just filling out an episode for you guys. So uh, I've been a little busy kid today. Just hanging out.
0: Uh, I haven't been up to much today. I start my new job uh, tomorrow. recording this Sunday night. It's uh, Mm -hmm. 10.20 and I have to be at the yard for... 5.30 in the morning, so (laughs) we're cutting her a little close here, but, uh, no, I just went out with the boys tonight. Um,
1: Yeah, y'all did, like, a little farewell to McMasons?
0: Yeah, because Mason's probably going to be only seen on a Friday night, Saturday nights from now on. Uh, Coming home, probably going straight to bed. But, no, it was a good time. Just kind of chilled. Went and got some fucking work work gloves like really honestly didn't do much today um worked last night my final shift at fucking mcdonald's that hellhole
1: Masons
0: tried to get me to come in today i told uh-huh. them so in the in the most respectful way possible to go fuck themselves and i'm i'm just excited to start a uh a new kind of path not 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 a career i would say like this is a You know, this is a means of an end to me for, uh, you know, paying for school and, you know, starting my medical career, hopefully in the next six years. But no, I'm excited for new opportunities, learning some new stuff. Um, Other than that, I haven't really been doing much. I've just been keeping my head down, just getting ready to start uh, this new job.
1: Oh yeah, buddy. Well, congratulations. Uh, I know we should make a McMason's T-shirt. <laughs> the the, the farewell tour. <laughs> We're not. No, absolutely <laughs> I'll not. I'll throw fifty dollars to our buddy uh, Nate oh, Thomas.
0: <laughs> we'll make a
1: limited press,
0: <laughs> buddy. You if you could have seen if McDonald's could see my last shift, which I guess they could if they they looked at the cameras. They, they would not want me associated with their brand. Yeah?
1: You take they were very liberties.
0: Little. Oh, I just didn't care. My customer service was so poor, bro. There's a few people that came in. And I, I looked this one guy in the eye and he was giving me hell about a fucking receipt or something. And I was like, listen, <laughs> it's my last fucking day. I'm just going to tell you to get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> if you if you want to call head office, I don't give a shit. If you want to call my boss i don't fucking care like i don't give a shit just fucking leave and the, the you know you know how satisfying to see the stunned look of a male karen what do they call them they call them like cabins, cabins. cabins. yeah. like then- <laughs> uh, as he just realized that he was fighting a battle he could not win <laughs> yeah, right. oh it was glorious
1: heard that body i'm glad you took some liberties um I did the same when I left my last apartment fucking I left I left all five of my stores more or less bare I didn't really restock the shelves the last uh my my last weekend duty I was like man fuck this (laughs) I just sat in the car watched some Naruto Shippuden and fucking got out of there (laughs) yeah
0: I mean like I I'm not a big uh You know, some people they put in their two weeks and they don't fucking show up to half their shifts. I'm not about that. I think if you put in your two weeks, you're giving them two weeks of work. Like I've always been.
1: Oh, absolutely that way. But yeah, I I, I have to make money.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, and that, and I'm sorry, but like I'm not gonna put break my back in those two weeks.
1: No, you're getting the you're You're getting getting the the quality.
0: you're going to get, like, in my first shift after the two weeks, you're getting 75% of my effort, and it goes gradually down <laughs> as we progress. <laughs> um, but on to the hockey news. Uh, a team that doesn't know what 75% effort looks like. They go 120 full speed all year round, it seems. The Tampa Bay Lightning are back in the Stanley Cup final. Corey Perry for the third straight year. Hopes to finally break through Marion host a style third times the charm with Chicago. (laughs) How excited are you for this matchup, buddy? Colorado versus the Tampa Bay lightning. We've been talking about it all year. It seems like it was kind of foretold in the stars and it's finally here.
1: This is the best outcome. Uh, We haven't seen the two best teams play in the finals Um, in a minute. I guess it's really been since 2019. Um, it's just going to be a really good battle. And, I mean, that, that's nothing to, to beat down on the Canadians and our, our, our magical run, but it was that. It was a magical season with a Cinderella story-esque run, whereas these two teams have won. One of them's a fucking piece of shit, cheating, getting their way through it, looking to go a third time in a row. But nonetheless, uh, you know, riding the back of one of the greatest goalies uh, of any generation, and then a Colorado team that has been on the cusp of getting there and has finally gotten there, and they don't seem like they're they're uh, going to take the you know, you know put their foot on the brakes or anything. They've, they've had swept, they've swept two teams, two teams, and you know what. They have eight days of recovery, so I don't know if uh, Nazim Kadri is going to be doing uh, any any bit of this, but um, Darcy Kemper's supposedly going to have uh, a chance to play. Um, and I think I think this is great. They that they, you know you don't want to have too much uh, time. They say, but at the same time, this team I felt like <laughs> they ran through the Oilers so they can, you know, rest and get everybody healthy that they could and, and deal with any ailments that needed to be addressed before the finals. And I think if any team can show that you can have all those days off and still be good, this is the type of team. This is the team that you would want those days. And uh, I'm pretty excited. Uh, I, I like Corey Perry, uh, but I, I guess I'm team lucky right now, man. I just really – really looking for the Colorado Avalanche to to finally fucking take these guys off their high horse.
0: Yeah, I think Colorado is the only team. I, I've said this for a while. Maybe I'm totally wrong and listeners are like, you're fucking wrong. You haven't said this. I, I mm-hmm. thought that Colorado is the only team that's going to beat them. I think that's been something we've spoken about previously. Um, so, yeah, I guess it makes sense that we're here. I didn't think Colorado really truthfully, I think St. Louis was the only team that gave Colorado any adversity. Mm-hmm. I know that's kind of obvious to say with two sweeps, but sometimes you get sweeps that you know there were they put up they were close games each time. Look, I, I just think Colorado they were gonna get here. It was gonna happen now. Mm-hmm. This is their true test. You know, a lot of teams have you know, I guess you could say Kemper was a little bit of a test losing him, but it's David versus Goliath. You know, we like to talk about that story, and it seems weird to say because throughout the whole regular season, Colorado has been Goliath, but <laughs> like Tampa Bay is so fucking good, and I, I really, as much as I am rooting for the Avs, as much as I think the Avs can take them down. If I'm a betting man, and you know our good friends at DraftKings have made me one, I'm still betting on the Tampa Bay Lightning as much as it pains me to say, because I will be wearing I'll be wearing a Miko and jersey with my buddy Rye through all of the through this whole series, and I'll be rooting for the Avs. I uh, betting against Vasileski just never seems to do anyone
1: well. We saw. We saw that man lose twice, and we were all shocked, and then he turned around and won four in a row. Um, you it's just gonna, It's going to be a tough battle. I think the best team to give them a run, you know, if, if anyone's really going to put the strain on the Tampa Bay Lightning, it is going to be Colorado, um, I'm a nervous wreck, and it's not even the Montreal Canadiens again. <laughs> There's just-
0: until Tampa shows they're not capable of finishing when it matters most, you have to just believe they will. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to go to seven. Oh, God, I would love that. I just don't see how it doesn't. Unless someone really vital gets hurt. I, I think McKinnon wants it too much. Yeah. McCarr is too good.
1: And I don't need to sell Tampa to anyone. No. I honestly think in Colorado's fate is going to rely in the the hands of uh, Darcy Kemper and uh, Pavel who's um, I, I see. I
0: disagree. I think it's yeah, I think it's in Kale Makar. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think you out. If New York couldn't, if Igor Shcherbina couldn't out goalie them, Pavel Francouz and Darcy Kemper can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Maybe you still disagree. I just don't. I don't. No, no, no. I'm not. Really I'm not saying it's gonna battle.
1: be a goaltending battle. I'm saying that uh, I think that the disadvantage is those two goalies. There's just like they're they're not an Igor and They're not fucking uh, Vasilevsky. I think that's the only weakness I see in Colorado's chain right now. I, I know what Kale McCarr is capable of. We saw it last. You know the the last series we saw it. All You've the last, all. yeah, since he stepped
0: foot, since on he came NHL. into, yeah. Um,
1: I just think that it, it is honestly, you have got to put everything in front of your goalsies and, and give them every opportunity they can to shut down Tampa's offense. Um, which is honestly just going to capitalize off of defensive mistakes, but I don't, I don't really see that happening with Kale McCarr. Um, I know he's he's capable of giving, you know, giving something up every now and then, but it's not. It's not often. Uh,
0: and Devon Taves are going to play 30 minutes a night.
1: Sounds fantastic. <laughs> sounds I just
0: fantastic. I think this is going to be an all out war.
1: I hope, if anything, it, it is now people can disagree with me or not, but. You know, before that, I would say the the Washington series was fun to watch. Uh, well, the finals, but I, in recent times, honestly, uh, that St. Louis Boston was so fun to watch. It was just a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of banging, and um, what I think it led to seven games, if I'm not mistaken. It was fantastic, um, and I think that's what we can look forward to is some really. Out of this world goals because that's what it's going to have to take to win, I believe on either on either team. Um, great defensive work. We're, we're going to see like the birth of an all star almost, like like a soup, like like someone take the superstar stage and like just elevate their game to like the next level. Um, and hopefully that's Kale McCarr. <laughs> but um, this has got to be the most anticipated. For all fans of hockey, not just uh not just us, you know, because obviously I was last year, but this has got to be one of the most exciting Stanley Cups with this versus the Tampa Bay era, you know.
0: Definitely. And uh before we move on to another defenseman who we tried to talk about last time, but uh the <laughs> Wi-Fi God said no. Um look if I'm sure there's we we've spoken about it. A lot of people who are going to bet on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Maybe you want to place a bet on Colorado. Our friends at DraftKings are the people who are going to help you with that, and we have a
1: message from them. Absolutely. Before we get to it, uh, I'd have to look it up, but I wouldn't be afraid to put a little bit of money on like uh, Kale McCarr, like uh, Con Smythe, or or look look into something like that. I think you'd have a a, a better payout. Uh in a position like that, than trying to pick which team is gonna is gonna win, I think the odds are just gonna be uh, not as fun as that. But uh, anyway, hockey fans, the pursuit of the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs now finals in sports, uh, just just sports and fucking general. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs, now finals? With DraftKings' same-game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot and an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Y'all, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. You just bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in bets no matter what. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL to minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Yeah, uh, Mason, uh, don't – I don't – I don't know what I'm going to gamble on, but uh, I might throw a little bit down uh, on the Con Smythe aspect. Might throw a little Kale McCarr that way. We'll see.
0: (laughs) I mean, I think it depends who wins it. Honestly, if Tampa wins, I can't see Vasilevsky not winning it.
1: Well, no shit. Like, but I mean, if if the you know if 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 it's like you know the odds are really good right now, throwing down a little bit of money, five dollars, you know, um, it wouldn't be that big of a risk. You know, get a chance to to make hell of a lot more than five dollars.
0: No, I totally I totally see what you're saying. I think I think I don't know if any bet's safe, but
1: no. I think
0: it'd be decent <laughs> decent odds to put it on Kael McCarver. But anyway, to talk about um, a guy we tried to talk about last episode. Chris Weidman re-signed with the Montreal Canadiens. And I'm sorry, we might this might be shorter than we had it. We talked about him for like 20 minutes last time we spoke. <laughs> um but, I kind of feel like I'm repeating myself here, and, and even though you guys didn't get to hear it. Um, two years, league minimum, fucking brilliant deal. He had some great stuff to say about it, uh, talking about, look, he might not be here for when this team's winning Stanley Cups, but he's excited that he may be able to leave a mark. He spoke about how um, it's really important to have a group of guys that you connect with. And he loves the young group that they have here. Basically, Chris Weidman gets his role and his role with this contract is to be a placeholder and to be a veteran presence and to help with the young guys. I think he does a great job. I am so ecstatic and I'm happy that he got that extra year. You don't see a lot of league minimum deals that are over a year long. I think he deserved this contract. I think he deserved more than this contract. He got 27 points, I believe, this season, he only played like 50-something games. He played very well for us.
1: Like he was up with the top of our entire team. And points. Yeah,
0: and he's spoken about how much he loves Montreal, how he saw this as his last chance in the NHL. And I think this is just another brilliant cut he's signing. I think he's going to provide a lot of value for us. I think both you and I did not think he was going to be reassigned. And to see the team... Resign him makes gives me faith that look they're not gonna rush their prospects if they're not ready. Justin Barron, Arcangeli, one of those guys probably gonna be in the AHL next year. Maybe Jordan Harris. You know we're gonna have guys developing properly. We're not gonna rush them in like Victor Mete, mm-hmm. Nathan Buliu, Jared Tenori to really go back. So this is a really exciting time for the Montreal Canadiens.
1: Yeah, uh I mean, dude, on cap friendly everyone should be using it he's his i mean fuck dude he's making twelve thousand more than than the minimum you know uh, available uh it's, it's not even taking up a full percent like it's at 0.9 percent of the cap space like this is an, a tremendous deal uh but to, to piggyback on on just some of the things he said you know uh like like you had mentioned um it reminds me of kind of like the same aspect like Joel Edmondson really sold us on, it, you know, just just wanting to be a part of uh, helping like the youth become a factor in the years to come. And just what it means to be uh, w- to like click with a team and want to stick around. I love that. And, and that's kind of what sold me on Joel Edmondson, other than his tremendous play last year. Um, I think Chris, well, Chris Weidman signing, like you said, didn't really see it coming. Glad it did, though. Uh, it's going to give us an opportunity to not rush someone if we don't feel we need to. This isn't the old organization where uh, welcome to the fucking battlefield. It's D-Day. You, you're going out regardless. You know, good luck to you. Uh, these kids, hopefully, are going to get an, an opportunity to, to develop correctly and come up when it's, when it's their time, when they're proven. Um, and I think Chris Weidman holding a spot for them on this team – and showing that the young guys that do come up, it's another person they can lean on for, for guidance. Um, and I think that's tremendous. I think that's also great with the possibility of uh, Jeff Petrie still up in the air, whether, you know, what's going to go on in the off season. I think this is a great signing for uh, basically, you know, nothing, nothing on paper, on paper, Talking um, you know, we got, young, we got the younger guys are making more than him. And Chris Weidman showed last year, in a terrible season that he's still effective. So this is a, this was a great move by, uh, I I see they're calling him Hugo now, fucking uh, Jeff Gordon and uh, (laughs) and he's
0: Hugo. I've seen went, went, went woos a lot too for the W's, but that's
1: awesome.
0: (laughs) Um, Sorry. I was just trying to look for some notes. I was looking for this. Um, Quote Chris Weidman said, but I don't have it unfortunately. um I'm sure a lot of people have seen it by now.
1: Which one was? But it, yeah, no, of? I'm
0: super excited. I can't remember to be honest with you. I'm, I'm That's tired. fine That's <laughs> fine. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, about that. And I guess my kind of parting, my last thing I have to talk about, I don't know about you, Corey, is Caden Gouli could be going to the Memorial Cup. It looks like the Oil Kings are going to win the WHL. Hamilton. They really? Hamilton Bulldogs are also in the OHL final. And on top of that, Laval come, can, has come back against Sherbrooke, playing phenomenally. Joshua Waugh made his pro debut. Looked phenomenal. Almost scored an absolutely beautiful goal. And to summarize, all I got to say is the kids look all right. They look fucking good.
1: So... I haven't had a chance to watch any of it. I saw you put out the bat, the bat signal, trying to find out where you can watch this game. Um, I'm sure you might be able to answer it for me. But if there's anybody out there that's listening tomorrow, um, I know if if they if they are they if they're playing tonight and they win, I know it's tied up. I think it's going to go to game seven, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I think there's there could be one more game. I'd like to watch it if I could. If anyone can um, help me achieve that. In southern Louisiana, I'd be I'd be very grateful. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't get to see Joshua, but I saw a lot of people tweeting and and sending praises way. We saw what he was capable of um, before getting to the AHL and playing with Laval. He had a tremendous season, over a hundred and something points. Um, I'm happy to hear that he he had a, a great a great f- debut in in a. Uh, <laughs> in and not so regular uh time you know like to come in, in in the playoffs and to to make a difference is is really really something to look forward to uh if, if it's any glimpse into the future of what we can expect from him. Um I love it.
0: No, absolutely I think you know we've been gushing over Joshua all season and mm-hmm. it's just great to see him succeed in I literally every environment he's put in hopefully we get to see him at the world juniors this year um look i i'm pretty fucking tired Corey. if you have anything else you need to add i do not <laughs> so
1: oh well we're forgetting about um uh, i'm sorry i don't mean to cut you off but we are forgetting about marie philippe poulet i know we didn't talk about her Of
0: course. Um, See, I'm forgetting because we, if (laughs) you don't know, we recorded like a 40 minute episode. That was just
1: (laughs) unusable. Um,
0: Yes, uh, the Habs hired Marie Philippe Poulin, who, if you live in Canada, if you live in Quebec, you know who she is. She is the greatest women's hockey player of all time. Habs have been rumored to be interested in her for months and Outside of just signing her, which is phenomenal, like she's going to keep playing. She's going to help develop a lot of prospects. That's what we've heard. So not only are the Habs, what could you say, leading the way, trailblazing, pioneering, and allowing an active woman's player to help in the skill development and just a Canadian national hero, a uh, uh, local Quebecois woman. They're also showing to be very determined because we heard that she rejected them and she wasn't sure. And the Habs have been working on this for a very long time. And what I've seemed to have noticed with Kent Hughes, Jeff Gordon, even before then with Jeff Molson, when he was looking for his candidates, the Habs are getting the people they want. Mm -hmm. They're showing patience and they're being stubborn. And I think that bodes very well for the organization.
1: I think what what, would help sell it to her too is that, they didn't – this is like a, a part-time job for her. They didn't – you know, like this – normally you take a position like this, you're, you're out of the game. She's still an active player. She can still, you know, continue to play and, and take on this responsibility in this job. And I think that's probably was like the main selling point for her was that she was just not ready to give up playing. Um, I love it. I love it. Um, you know, she said that she – what you, what you call it, uh, hope, you know, hoping that it'll open doors, uh, for future generations. Uh, this is fucking great now. I mean, granted, like, I don't know my fucking French that well. Uh, so like half the interview, uh, you know, is, is in, is in fucking French and it's kind of hard for me to, to like get into it, you know, because like half the time it doesn't even pop up with subtitles and shit like that. So I know that's something I need to work on, but like you're saying though, they are getting the people they want, and this is another like this is another breakthrough for this team to like get out of this dinosaur, old decrepit, cobweb fucking way of thinking, and, and head into the right the right place, the right future where we want to be. Um, she said she's coming to to help bring the team. Uh, and, and get them back in, in a winning mindset. And I love it. I, I think she's a great candidate for that. And I don't think uh, her being a woman can 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 impede any of that. She's a flat out winner. Like you said, like you said, she's like a titan among canadian sports uh
0: sports athletes
1: not canadian well i'm sorry i'm sorry but you know what i'm saying i didn't mean to like yeah
0: i I just need to rub it in that there's no american
1: that's fine okay well look dude i don't i don't (laughs) look it's it's a fucking habit because i live in the south no one gives a fuck about it but me and the few outlets that there are it's like the fucking it's like the rebels in star wars before loot comes back we're just pockets we're just everywhere but no one knows shit you know just small information uh <laughs> but i love it I, I i thought this was really badass
0: no absolutely
1: <laughs> oh
0: look i i'll be honest i've got nothing else to add
1: that's cool um I just thought in her interview, whether it was English or French, she seemed really enthusiastic and excited and just talked with so much passion. That's all I, that's all I want from someone we hire. I don't, if I don't know who they are, it doesn't bother me. As long as they, I can sense that they're here to do their job and do it beyond like expectation. So we can end it on that go Avs. I hope it goes to seven fucking games um, and the Habs Habs get what they deserve. Um, Mason, I don't have anything else to say. Oh, uh, if you guys could listen to uh, go check out Starcastic Remarks for us. Go check out uh, me on the new episode of Game Over uh, with with, uh, (laughs) Richard on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Uh, Also, you guys know where to find us. But if you guys could leave us some type of uh, comment or a question, and we could answer it live on air at www.speakpipe.com forward slash Habs nightly. That would be tremendous. Mason, I don't have anything else to say. Take us out, buddy.
0: All right. Once again, thank you guys for bearing with the audio and all that other bullshit that's happening. As you know, we blame bell. So fuck bell Canada. Fuck bell. You know, they they, let's see them fucking come after us, uh, try to take this podcast down. Whatever. This is pirate radio. Yeah, just absolutely demolish us with their millions of layers of bullshit. But no, we will not be quiet. We will constantly fight back against their bullshit Wi-Fi um and continue to produce content for you guys. So we appreciate you guys bearing with it. Um, thank you guys once again for stopping by listening. If you made it this far, we appreciate all the support you get. Uh, sorry, we get from you guys and take care. We will talk to you guys again
1: on Thursday. This has been Habs Nightly. We'll talk to you all later.
0: You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at the thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.